Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Season 4の準備をしなさい。Preparati per la stagione 4. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea Butter and Popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn with Taj and Chels, Season 4, Episode 23. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, aka Chels, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all around movie lover. And it's your girl, Taj Yama, also known as Taj, actor, filmmaker, lover of black stories, black narratives, black everything. Welcome or welcome back, y'all. Yes, this week is going to be so fun. We are going to be sleuths, y'all, for real. Like Instagram、oh, yes. stalking, see if so and so, <laughs> single sleuths. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> y'all know what w e saying. This is a case for the FBI. And then, like, you give it to your friend, give your phone to your friend. Oh my God. Right. And you have to <laughs> Women、scroll. are the best FBI. Right. You have to scroll and, like, kind of like dissect their personality and then don't, you know, scroll too far back. Accidentally, like a photo. No more. Oh my gosh. It's happened to all of us, though. It's fine. <laughs> almost, almost did that last night by accident. Oh, Lord. I'm going to lie. <laughs> that thumb, that thumb be, be shaking. You're like, whoa, almost slipped there. Like the picture from 82 weeks ago. <laughs> but what they gonna, but who gonna, who gonna fight me though? What you gonna do? You just gonna look at it and be like, hmm, interesting. And then I'm like, it's really fast. And then that's awkward. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, as if that even fixes the problem because I still get the notification. You still did it. A mess. A mess. Why? <laughs> Why are we like, oh, Lord. Oh, so sad. Oh my gosh.、Um, we're talking about espionage movies, guys. Spy movies. All right. So fun. You know, these are the films where you expect the unexpected. That's a guarantee. They can thrill you, leave you wondering how much of this actually happens, like in real life, especially like when it's government oriented. Like, whoa, does this really happen? I feel like it does because by the time they make a movie about it, that's because they've already done some. Right. It's already it, been you know constructed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First of all, we're on the, our 80th mission of this. So, yeah, y'all can have this and make your movie, you know, like Argo. <laughs> Period. You know, you can. Argo gave me so much anxiety, though, especially the ending. Oh, I was like, please get、I'm、on that plane. <laughs> I wish I could see her, her facial expressions. <laughs> like, are you an actress? <laughs> like, wow, this is, you should totally be an actress. <laughs> are you an actress? Oh, my God, I love that. That's so great. Breath controlled everything. She said, just shoot、oh、my it off to the wall and bounce back. I loved it. I heard it. <laughs> ha ha.、Mm. Ha 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 ha. One, no. two, three, four, five,、no. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten. The trauma. <laughs> it's, it's important. It's very important. Did you do your 25 steps? <laughs> I did not. Just do it. Just do an、trauma. opinion piece. <laughs> And y'all、oh、have my gosh. Hashtag why you're not booking. <laughs>、uh, what? Oh, no. Not the hashtag. You're just going to see all the, all the questions all in the thread. 
kind of like a dear a dear abby type forum <laughs> i always wanted a dear abby oh my god you gosh. should do that i love but that seriously you should do that i feel like i should do that because i had a column in the journal that was like youth empowerment and the last time i did something like that was like i think it was fifth grade in school y'all yeah i was that child i was very yo you're really good at giving advice and definitely have that whole aura you should definitely expand on that Uh, for sure i feel like the blog and the podcast right oh my gosh next venture (laughs) that's my next venture, y'all hey chelsea Chelsea, something like that because i surely was i'm so (laughs) no now i'm excited now you have to do it because i'm gonna be the first person i got questions Watch y'all know that you had to carry in elementary school, and I'll be like, make sure you fill out your index cards and put it in the box Friday. You know, I'll take it home and have your answers on Monday. I was that child. Are you serious? <laughs> you really used to do that? Oh yeah, no. Nah. Now we got to revamp. People need. They got questions <laughs> during quarantine. Nah, it's about to happen. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll be overseeing this. <laughs> if you're questioning your life choices, come see me. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, my God. Ready. I don't know why I thought I had the answers at 10. <laughs> A mess. <laughs> at 10. <laughs> Y'all are misguided. Come over here. Sit by me. <laughs> Sit next to me. Let me speak to you. A mess. She's going to be looking like Erica Badu. Come. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. With the hair wrap. Abdullah Mangada. (laughs) Oh, no. Not her nicknames. Maria Mexico. (laughs) I love her. I literally love her. Oh, my God. Oh. Y'all be looking out for Dear Chelsea later this year. We're ready. (laughs) I'm already signing up. I'm about to go in my notes app after this and make my questions. Y'all know y'all got questions. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh, I'm Let's get into our film. Um, first up is The Good Shepherd, 2006, directed by Robert De Niro, The Goat, available to rent on Amazon Prime. With an $80 million budget, this film made $100.3 million at the box office. Wow, it really dominated. It holds a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my God. What? Oh, I can't with y'all. They're just trifling. I'm, I've lost all hope in them at this point. With the exception of like one past uh, film from a previous episode. Yeah, that's about it. Because I don't get it. I, I need y'all to stop judging actors who become directors, okay? Because, you know, they be dragging when some actor directed movie. They be like, mm, I don't know. They could have done better. I don't like that shot, that sweeping shot. I don't, I don't know. Their jib was loose. Not the jib was loose. People listening to this going to be like, I don't understand the references. Um, <laughs> you know, guys, the jib is the big, the camera. It looks like a crane, but it's, y'all know. Um, <laughs> this movie is really well done. I loved it. Okay. And it has an 80% rating by Google users. So they enjoyed it. Most people did. The synopsis is you have a discreet, idealistic, and intensely Loyal man Edward Wilson, played by Matt Damon, finds that service in the OSS uh, and later as a founding member of the Central Intelligence Agency is the perfect career for a man of his talents. His methods become standard operating procedure for the CIA while he combats his counterparts in the KGB. The best country slips deeper into the Cold War 
Edward finds that dedication to duty above family has a price. Very intense. It's funny because he's already like fighting the CIA as Jason Bourne. <laughs> so he did this in 06. He's like this other character. A little more diabolical though. His wife is played by Angelina Jolie. Alec Baldwin and Billy Crudip play his colleagues. This cast also features Eddie Redmayne as his son, Lee Pace from Pushing Daisies, William Hurt, Timothy Hutton, John Turturro, and Joe Pesci are all in this movie. So this cast is like really stacked. And um, in 1961, um, he's a senior officer for the CIA. And Wilson receives a photograph and tape recording uh, after the failed Bay of Pigs invasion and obtains a coded signal from codename Cardinal. And then, of course, the film flashes back to 39, how he got started. And he's attending Yale. He's invited to join Skull and Bones, you know, which is like still a club that's still um, in function today. And it's a huge club for former presidents used to be a part of Skull and Bones. And so it's really prominent, real prestigious. In his initiation, he reveals that he discovered but never read the suicide note left by his father, played by Timothy Hutton an admiral who was to be named Secretary of the Navy until his loyalties were questioned. So FBI agent Sam Marak, played by Alec Baldwin, recruits Edward to expose the professor, Dr. Fredericks, who's played by Michael Gambon as a Nazi spy, leading to Fredericks' resignation. And at the same time, Edward is falling in love with this deaf student named Laura, played by Tammy Blanchard, but he's seduced by Margaret Russell, a.k.a. Clover, Angelina Jolie, who he marries in 1940. And Robert De Niro is actually in here as well as General Bill Sullivan, who offers Edward a post in London with the OSS, you know, where he begins working. And Clover's brother, John, played by Gabriel Mack, tells Edward that, you know, Clover's pregnant. Oops, there you go, you know. And then, of course, his <laughs> deaf girlfriend, who he really, truly loves, leaves him, you know. Um, and so what happens with Edward is that he accepts the offer and, you know, he moves to London. He does his thing. And it's just him losing. I feel when he steps away and his wife, uh, and he marries his wife and then the lady that he loves who is deaf leaves. It's kind of sad because I feel like he is losing a part of himself that was genuine and good. And that totally changes. Um, so, yeah, and his colleagues can be extremely diabolical as well. Of course, people are always watching him. People are always treating him as like a high security risk. So they're always trying to do what they can to kind of like expose him. So, you know, that is a lot of stuff that's in play. Um, his son wants to follow in his father's footsteps, you know, but it's very dicey and he could regret it in the future. So that's that one. Next up is Spy Game 2001, directed by Tony Scott, available on HBO or Hulu with the HBO add-on. So this film had a budget of $115 million and made $143 million at the box office. It got a 66% rating of Rotten Tomatoes, 87% of Google users enjoyed it. You have Robert Redford, who stars the CIA operative Nathan Muir, who's on the brink of retirement from the field. And he learns his protege, Tom Bishop, played by Brad Pitt, has been arrested in China on a charge of espionage. You know, so he's sitting up in prison. Oh, so sad. Um, no stranger to the uh, machinations of the CIA's top echelon, Muir hones all his skills in a reverent manner in order to find a way to free Bishop. You know what I mean? So 
It's very intense. Pink bubblegum is a reference. <laughs> There's a clue with no reference. Um, <laughs> that's very poignant in this movie. I won't tell you why. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because this movie to me is kind of like Karate Kid, but it's like uh, Robert Redford is Mr. Miyagi. who has to go back and save his student, basically. So it's like a Karate Kid got kidnapped. My protege, no, help him. You know, because he taught him everything he knew. But then, you know, sometimes if you get lost in there, what's the pattern in these movies? It's like the CIA will leave you. You know, it's just like, oh, he got lost. Something went wrong. Well, we are no longer responsible. <laughs> you know, if you get killed or captured. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. Last up for me this week is Wag the Dog, 1997, directed by Barry Levinson, available to rent on Amazon Prime. So this film got a rating of 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 83% of Google users enjoyed it. It had a budget of 15 million and made 64.3 million at the box office. It was written by David Mamet. And I think that explains why they speak a mile a minute in the dialogue, just Mamet, all of his pieces are like that. It's kind of like Aaron Sorkin, you know, like that's just how it is. Just to preface it, if you don't know what wag the dog means, it's the act of creating a diversion from a damaging issue. So the phrase originates in the saying, dog is smarter than its tail, but if the tail were smarter, then it would wag the dog. So two weeks prior to the re-election, the U.S. president lands in the middle of a sex scandal. <gasps> no, oh my gosh. Um, in need of outside help to quell the situation, you have presidential advisor Winifred Ames, played by Anne Hesch, enlists the expertise of spin doctor Conrad Breen, played by... Robert De Niro, who decides a distraction is the best course of action. So Conrad approaches Hollywood producer Stanley Motz, played by Dustin Hoffman, to help him fabricate a war in Albania. <laughs> and once underway, the duo has the media entirely focused on the war. Oh my God, be gone, the American borders. If you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. It's just, it's just hilarious. Good old shoe. It's hilarious. They're making like this We Are the World tribute song for this political coup they're forming, this fake war in Albania that does not exist, you know. And he's telling Kirsten Dunst, who's supposed to be like this Albanian war refugee, here's your calico cat. And she's all like, this is a bag of Tostitos. <laughs> he's like, we'll edit it later. I feel like if more people saw this movie, I feel like we could have been more prepared for the craziness that followed later from our government because this came out in 97 and if you watch in 97 you'll be like how did we miss this so that's wag the dog those are my films for this week hope you enjoyed them taj you let me know what yours are i love that i did not know that about the verbiage of wag the dog that this is very interesting wow keeping that with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah i have Wow, some more like comedy, family-oriented spy movies. Got to start off with the classic Spy Kids. Yes, um, yes. Spy Kids. Uh, wow, I feel so old. It came out in two thousand and one. Um, and if you're not familiar, um, it actually is uh, a whole series now. Um, I believe there's four movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Spy Kids is an American spy adventure comedy family film series created by Robert Rodriguez. And um, the main series, it follows the adventures of Carmen and Jimmy Cortez, two children who become involved in their parents' espionage. Um, And Spy Kids was heavily influenced by James Bond films. 
Um, basically, the director was saying how the first film was Willy Wonka meets James Bond. <laughs> and the um, and the second one was kind of like Mysterious Island and James Bond mixed together. Uh, but the technology um, in this film, you know, it really portrayed it as like friendly, but also a bit cartoonish, um, which I really enjoyed. And I think that this film... And the film series in general is super revolutionary. It even got its own animated series in 2018. <laughs> so it like, it just keeps going, um, this franchise. But I think that the unity of family uh, being one of the themes and having like the idea of children with adult responsibilities and how to keep secrets from family members and like the negativity of that, but also sibling rivalry. Um, and things of that sort, along with, um, you know, the whole theme of Latino heritage being threaded through, um, yeah. was obviously a direct reflection of the director being of uh, Mexican descent. Um, so I feel like this was not only like, you know, a great staple classic for us as kids to see like these cool kids as like spies and be like, oh my gosh, so entranced by this, you know, genre and this concept, but also, um, the representation of having like, um, you know, that Latino heritage portrayed and having that representation prevalent during the early thousands and um, just seeing that on screen, I think was also a very important thing to see. So I'm very happy that this exists for us to chew on. Um, they, oh my gosh, $35 million budget did almost $150 million at the box office. Insane. It also has a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Eh, whack. But it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. So they finally acting right um, because it's super fun. And y'all should watch it if you have not heard ready. Um, so that is Spy Kids. Next, <laughs> super fun one. Oh, my gosh. My Spy that just came out this past year in 2020. Um, <laughs> 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 81% of Google users like this movie. Um, and, uh, my spy had a budget of 18 million and did 10.5 million at the box office, obviously because COVID and things like that probably kind of hindered that. Um, yeah. So it also has a 6.3 out of 10 IMDb rating. So the people wasn't messing with it that much. I thought it was fun. Um, it centers on nine-year-old Sophie who catches JJ, who is basically a CIA operative spying on her family during a routine surveillance, uh, operation. In exchange for not blowing his cover, JJ begrudgingly <laughs> agrees to show the girl how to become a spy. What at first seems like an easy task soon turns into a battle of wits as Sophie proves you don't need much experience to outsmart a seasoned agent. Once again, with the theme of like kids, you know, being like in this spy genre kind of like just elevates them in terms of like, yeah, I'm a kid, but I'm like, I'm bad like you, like I can hang. Um, it's very, very interesting. It's very sweet. Um, of course the reviews, you know, say it's nothing, nothing original, but it still manages to be filled with action. It's very sweet at its core and entertaining, um, as it is a action comedy. Um, it has lots of, um, very sweet moments that are threaded into it. Um, and kind of, you know, explores the complexities of like having to keep your, you know, spy career undercover and not, you know, let you know, not break cover and not, you know, get personal because then you get in your feelings and you get attached. But like um, in the end, we find out how that 
that balances out. Um, so yeah, a lot of great com- uh, comedic moments threaded through as well. Um, I find that a lot of moments in this film are very hilarious. Um, and 81% of Google users agree with me. So there's that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is my spy. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Lastly, fun, 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 fun. 2010, The Spy Next Door. <laughs> also another, um, obviously like, uh, action comedy film. Um, this film you can watch on HBO Max. Very terrible ratings. 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I don't think it deserved 12, but all right then. Uh, 90% of Google users like this, uh, movie and it got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, I personally was just here to see Jackie Chan, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, and um, George Lopez all in the same film. Personally, I feel like that was a very nice touch um, and was very intriguing in terms of adding some of those comedic elements in there. But um, Jackie Chan is the main character in this film, um, and he stars as Bob Ho, who is an undercover operative for the CIA who decides to give up his career and marry his girlfriend. Um, but first he um, has to complete another mission, which is gaining the approval of her children. So Bob uh, volunteers to babysit uh, when his girlfriend is called away, but the operation hits a snag when one of the kids mistakenly downloads a top secret form- formula and a Russian terrorist takes aim at Bob's prospective family. Very, very complicated stuff. So it looks like he may not be <laughs> putting the uh, the CIA gig down uh, all the way at the moment. But uh, this film had a um, $28 million budget and did $45.2 million at the box office. So pretty good. Um, this film was very, very interesting, fun. Um, I personally am just a big fan of Jackie Chan and like the fact that he does his own stunts and just to see him like, literally like doing it in real time and like i love just seeing all of the fight sequences personally um i just i'm always like dang like how long did it take to choreograph this like Uh, did anybody get hurt (laughs) like are y'all okay um but fight sequences are super fun so um this movie was was really um really fun and obviously once again i'm a big fan of comedy so anytime comedy is threaded throughout the the plot um you've sold me so feel free to watch the spy next door it's on HBO Max once again. And um, those are my picks. Awesome. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. So much fun. This this was cool. I love it. Love it. I love Cue it. the Mission Impossible music. Right. I was just about to say <laughs> I literally was just about to say that. And now we need the Mission Impossible music. Oh, we do. We do. Um, as the da-da-da. outro. Do y'all know if it's in public domain? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please. Send us the MP3. Love it. I love it. Oh, thank you all so much for listening. Next week, we're going to grow the up. Grow the F up. Grow up. Come on now. What you talking about? A mess. Okay, we're discussing coming of age movies, you guys. So that's that's what that was. Um, our special Here Comes the Puberty next week. Wow. Here it comes. Hit you in your face. Hit puberty like a ton of bricks like a truck just like a train and just coming through Mm-mm. so so was so not ready for it but you know not not was not ready for that stage of life but ah! it didn't care if i was ready so <laughs> overnight 
is kind of insane. My ancestors came. <laughs> they did. They came and danced around. Here is the hips. Here is the hips. Here is the butt. Here is the boobs. Right. Right. <laughs> that's the first thing. Not just the hormones, just the bodily parts. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the main part they're going to talk about. Hilarious. The bodily parts, though. Um, <laughs> these are movies <laughs> that touch on real issues and struggles young people have on the cusp of adulthood, you know? So we're going to get a little grown on y'all for all our young listeners, you know? Be prepared. <laughs> Please. <laughs> get ready. Follow us on social media to stay updated with all things Shea Butter. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop and Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn or follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea Jade Music on Twitter or IG. You can follow me at Tajana Okajuku on Instagram and at Tajana Tweets on Twitter. Yes, please. Yes, yes. Thank y'all let for us, listening. Let us know what you thought. What do you want to hear next? You know? Let us yes. tell us your puberty horror stories. Right. I'm very curious to know. You don't have to. If y'all have any questions in regards to your yeah. um, puberty stage during adolescence, you're gonna put it in the uh, Dear Charles um, column. It'll be yeah, great for sure. <laughs> yes, your favorite spy movies. Come on, let's go, man. I love it. Oh, let's go. Yes. All right. Until next time. All right. Peace.